When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I can't go out. Uh, uh, I'm sick. Boo, you whore. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Outgoing Without Going Out. I'm Gabby. And I'm Lexi. And, and we're, we're the, the Fuller, Fuller Sisters. Sisters. And it is Friday, Friday. Gotta get down Gotta on get Friday. Down Friday. It's literally 6.30 on Friday, and I am in my pajamas. And as soon as we're done recording this episode, I legitimately may go to bed. <laughs> that is crazy, but you've had a long week, so I guess let's just jump right into... Well, okay, I was going to say let's just jump right into that, but I guess we should talk about what this episode is going to be, even though if you clicked on it, you can tell by the title, but I am very excited because I feel like we haven't done this together in a very long time, and we are doing an advice episode. So we asked over on all of our Instagrams with a link to put in anything and everything that you guys need advice on, and there's a little bit of relationships, schooling, budgeting, just life in general, and we are going to give our unprofessional advice back to you yeah she pretty much said it all we are not professionals we have hardly any credentials but you know we're just giving our opinion on your life so i hope you enjoy that <laughs> okay now let's actually get into what happened this week did you have an awesome time did you drink awesome shooters and listen to awesome music and then just sit around and soak up each other's awesomeness would you like me to go first Yes, get into it. So I'm back to work this week. Um, Post-hurricane, back to work. Today in particular was a very long day. I left the house at 5.30 a.m. and I got home at 5.40 p.m. So extremely long day. Was in the OR today. It was a good day. It was just like crazy long. Um, and I've also just been extra tired this week. I don't know if it's me too. The weather or it's been like rainy here, but also like my sleep schedule was off because I was staying up later when I didn't have work, maybe. I don't know what it is, but, like, yesterday, I, like, it was painful for me to keep my eyes open. Like, I don't know what the heck has been going on, but I've been so tired. Uh, so, something's in the air. Maybe Mercury's in Gatorade. Was someone, did I already talk about this on the podcast that we got a message like, hey, guys, I just wanted to let you know that the saying is Mercury is in retrograde. We know that. We're just being funny gals, okay? Um, because listen we know nothing about the stars the moon the anything so like if we were to talk seriously about mercury being in retrograde we'd have no idea what we're talking about so at least if we call it gatorade you guys can agree that we have no idea what we're talking about and we just use it as an excuse for anytime anything slightly goes wrong in our life mercury's in gatorade Gatorade. yeah pretty much so mercury must be in gatorade i will say i have very much so been in the fall mood which is surprising because it's my first fall in florida but i have been just watching fall movies fall shows lighting candles um even on like granted it's not like i can go to the beach because all the beaches are closed and the pool is empty so i can't go to the pool so everything i would do to make it not feel like fall i haven't been able to do anyways so we're just you know 
taken it day by day. I've watched all three, and yes, three, because I don't consider The Last Halloween Town actually one of them. I've watched them like four times. Oh, well, I was going to say me too, but I've not watched them four times. But we did, in fact, watch all the Halloween Towns this week, and I agree I also didn't watch the last one. But that was our, our fall thing this week as we did that. So I, I'm kind of with you there. I'm not as much with you on the, all the fall vibes, but we at least tried with the Halloween Town movies. I've been drinking apple cider. I really have been embracing the fall. So that's been good. Um, on the flip side of that, well, okay, before I get to this, uh, show update, still watching Gilmore Girls, but Sean and I started The Watcher because I was listening to my Moms and Murder podcast that I listen to every week, and they covered this story because it's a true story, and Netflix just made a show about it. It's a little spooky, so we wa- tried to watch it at night last night, and we had to watch The Office afterwards because it was a little spooky vibes at night, but it is so good. I think it's only seven episodes or something, but and it's based on a true story. If you want a Halloween show, highly recommend also spooky vibes but great for this time of year haunting of hill house if you have not watched that it's obviously old but but it just shocks me that you watch scary movies now well okay girl at peter pants in the movie theater okay i don't watch scary movies but when it's a thriller that i can do horror i still don't love like it needs to have a good plot that keeps me interested also watched the luckiest girl alive with mila kunez on netflix it's a movie based on a book not spooky, but very dark and like a little bit deep, but very good movie. Okay, I think that's pretty much all I've been watching to update you guys. I have been getting hate on the internet lately. And really? Like just the past for week for random stuff. Like someone commented on the hurricane vlog and was like, oh, Lexi would be the worst person to be stuck with during this time. And I'm like, uh, hello, that was one rude and two false. Don't get me wrong. I'm very self-aware. I can be cranky. But I also am very type A and probably pretty good in a disaster. I don't know. But they're also taking time out of the day to watch your content. So how much do they really right. hate you? Well, and that's my thing. I don't like, it doesn't bother me. It's just like irritating. Like, it's just like annoying. Like, yeah. I'm like, if you don't like it, just like don't watch it. But also, I'm going to be that girl. I'm just going to delete your comment. I'm not going to comment back. I'm not going to give you the time of day. I'm just going to delete it. That's that. Um, what else did I get? Just like really, really random stuff. Someone commented on like a couple pictures that I took while I was in Miami, like being like, these pictures, like, they don't look like you. Why would you ever do that? I'm like, what are you talking about? I took a picture in the grocery store and I took a picture on an escalator. It's not (laughs) like I'm like wearing high heels on a playground. Like that, I would agree. Like I just like dumb stuff like that where I'm just like, guys, like if you don't like it, just don't follow me. Right. Here's my take on all of this because I used to let hate get to me like every now and then. And then the second I heard someone say, you don't like everyone, so not everyone has to like you. One that flipped a switch in my oh, brain because I, I was agree. like, there's nothing more true because I really do not like everyone. But here's the difference. There's things that people bother me. Well, then I was also going to say, but I have also never been so in a negative headspace or been so like caught in the moment where I would comment that on someone's thing. So it's like that says more about that person than it does what the comment says about you. For sure. But it's just like after feeling already just like discouraged with my content and like not growing and like just feeling like kind of stuck in that realm. Like once you start getting comments like that and it comes in a row for someone who really doesn't usually get hate because I don't have that big of an audience. It was just like, "Mm, okay, like 
nope 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 right. it's just like more annoying <laughs> yeah. and like just like, like adds to it all eh. no i get that yeah but um that's pretty much it thank you guys for listening to me complain about my week no i feel like it wasn't that negative but i'm just you know taking it day by day it's weird it's when okay. you're like off Comes of work ways. for two weeks and then everything just like hits you at once you know but things are slowly getting back to normal here uh well mm, that's not true in our specific like small sheltered space it is outside like restaurants around here still really aren't open there's still like debris and trees and everything like lining the streets but again cannot complain truly we are very fortunate in this hurricane and there are so many people who have it worse so just like you know getting back in the vibe of things i'm not used to hurricanes and having weeks off of work for things like that so it really threw me i didn't realize how much it would throw me off my game as far as dentistry because i went months without doing it but now that i'm doing it so much more than having two really? weeks off getting back in i'm like Whew. yeah threw me off but that's that can't complain like i said right. excited for my friday so. night in we where we left off last week was right before i was heading to camp geneva which i had a blast like i said it was my first time going as just a coach and i absolutely loved it especially because like camp geneva as an athlete is so much fun don't get me wrong but you are exhausted and i just knew how tired i was already as a coach so like in that mindset i was just so thankful to not have done like the physical activity of it of it all and like it just made me appreciate being a coach and being in that moment so much yes your hand was raised i feel like this is the first time you've come back from camp geneva and had a voice so that's cool yes two because i had my megaphone the best thing ever like do you guys do like cheer things or just team bonding like summer camp things like what what do you do at camp geneva i'm very confused okay so it's a we still kind of change the schedule every single year but i want to say a lot of people said this was the best it was ever run. So um, the way it was, so I was on a stunting station, so I didn't get to like see what the games were this year, but I was stunting. We got there Friday morning this year, which was very different. We normally don't do that. And we had, I want to say we had two or three rotations the first day. And then um, in total for the whole weekend, it was three stunting stations, a pyramid station, a basket station, and four challenge team bonding game stations so they do a nice mix and i don't think you ever go more than like two stations in a row of like physical demanding either stunting or baskets or whatever the case is so there's always like a challenge in between and then the final day this year was just like we had a team practice time the rest was free time and then we had color wars and just like the closing of camp so there was plenty of like outside of the cheer time there's plenty of like team bonding we did games all together and then there is the lake and the blob, which I've never gone on the blob. The lake, you know, not my cup of tea. It is very still water. It just looks very murky. However, it gives you the camp vibe and everyone has so much fun. I just like people watching down at the lake. The blob was a hit this year. Is the blob the giant air thing that people jump on and then it shoots yes, them in the air? It's literally called the blob. I don't know what if there's a technical term for it, but it is just a giant like air bubble that you there's like a huge stairs going up to a dock at the top and you just jump down onto the blob i literally don't know what else to call it and like so the first person will jump down and just go to the end and then it just goes in like a cycle of people will jump down you fly in the air go into the lake and then that person will then climb to the end and then more people will jump down and like fly in the air but this year we had like these two co-ed boys 
that had to have weighed almost like combined like under 400 but definitely way more than any little girl would weigh by far so we had the two co-ed boys that just jumped up and down nonstop, just flying these little girls through the air it was hilarious but it was so much fun to watch so it's it like you really are camping in the middle of nowhere florida it's like an hour away from orlando i don't know how they discovered this place at all but there's cabins like there's half the cabins are cabins like actually back in the woods but there's like a nice those ones to be honest are nicer they're newer so there's like a nice bathroom and all of them and then there's just bunk beds and then there's just like dorm looking rooms for the other cabins that are just like god like 60 bunks 30 bunks lined up from like one wall to the other just straight in the room so what do you eat all weekend it's a i so when i was an athlete because we couldn't like actually leave the campsite um, I would either bring a microwave or bring a tea kettle and I would survive off of Easy Mac, ramen, something like that. Or Uber Eats now delivers, which is nice. And then we always had a pizza night one night. But um, we had, being a staff member, like other people had cars. So we just either like gave people our food orders or went to get stuff or got stuff delivered. So I ate pretty much out every meal this week. I did have ramen once, which was kind of nice because I never eat ramen anymore. So it was obviously not like a phenomenal meal but i was like this does the job and to be honest it tastes pretty good so i think that's basically my camp geneva spiel i turned into the lj math tutor on the bus ride home which was crazy how long i haven't touched schoolwork because obviously like there's no need to now but it's also crazy how much enjoyment i get out of just like math in general i don't know i'm weird could not be I me was a nerd but i just enjoy math so that was kind of fun which is weird you wouldn't expect it to be fun but fun doing that um other than that after getting back from geneva i am always just exhausted coming back even though i didn't do physical activity stuff we were just up late really basically most nights just like talking hanging out we played sardines one night and then we were up really early starting camp the next day so i didn't get too much sleep so had a slow moving week at the beginning of this week just kind of getting caught back up on sleep and just getting back into the swing of things like I said, I watched all Halloween Town movies. And then other than that, we have a lot of shows that come out on weekdays, which is not normal for us because we normally just like binge shows and always have something to watch. So we've been watching Dancing with the Stars on Mondays. The D'Amelio Show episodes come out on Wednesday. And then Kardashians on Thursday. So to fill up the gaps, we've been just like trying to find movies or other things to watch. Have you watched Do Revenge on Netflix? No, but it's on my list. Should I watch it tonight? So good. I was I to be honest I always like saw it as I was scrolling through and I was like eh. and then I heard someone else watch it and say it was really good and not cheesy and it was kind of like a modern day Mean Girls and I absolutely loved it Justin loved it too it is that vibe of kind of like Mean Girls high school drama but it's not cheesy at all and it is just like there's a nice like twist at the end of things and yeah it was super entertaining really liked that okay so that's my like show wreck of what's well, a movie but of the week um other than that it was amazon prime week this week justin bought a lot of things i really didn't buy it that much but he bought like practical things but however we did cave and got a tv for the bedroom oh you did it doesn't come in yet until i think it's supposed to come either tomorrow or sunday so i'll keep you updated on that i haven't had a tv in the bedroom in like over two three years now so it's gonna be weird i do think i'm going to like it almost more i feel like i'm gonna go to bed earlier because now whenever we're done eating i think we'll just go into bed and watch tv 
and then that way I don't feel obligated to like stay up for the whole thing or whatever the case is and then I don't like the way it is now I'll finish an episode and then we'll brush our teeth get ready for bed and then I'm up on my phone forever before I sleep which tv like puts me to sleep way faster than like tiktok does so I think I'm gonna end up liking it because I'll be able to go to bed earlier so stay tuned hopefully that doesn't backfire and then hopefully I don't stay awake longer trying to watch things um other than that last thing today we went to a pumpkin patch tried to make it feel like fall wore sweater vest loved my outfit it was very out of my comfort zone for me I don't ever wear things like that but then I was sweating my yiddies off you're outside so my yiddies my yiddies were off fully drenched inside the sweater vest they have such a cute I will give full credit to it's the berry farms I I think it's like new within the last I think I went the past two years actually for fall but I want to say it was just made probably two years ago it is phenomenal they make it so cute especially if you have kids if anyone's listening in the Miami area if you have kids they have a corn pit a huge like air bubble trampoline thing corn maze hay rides um an actual pumpkin patch a sunflower field they have uh brunch smoothies coffee food like it's such a cute little place they have literally everything i guess they do like actual brunch and barbecue on the weekends which we should have probably saved it for then but then also would have been really crowded but i guess they also do haunted hay rides which you guys know this has been my complaint I have not gone. I think LJ's doing a team bonding there next week, which I have my ring ceremony. So I'm going to try to make both happen because I do want to go and check it out. So stay tuned if it's good because I cannot find any of those down here. But that was a lot of talking, catching up on the week. But I think that's everything. Okay, well, you may have noticed my audio change, and that's because I realized that it was talking through my AirPods and not my microphone, so partway through Is that what you just got angry about? No, I got angry because Rita bit me because she's hungry. (laughs) Like, play bit, but I... (laughs) um yeah i it should be fixed now so my apologies guys i suck but why don't we hop into the win of the week glenn coco fall for you glenn coco you go glenn coco i have become such the little chef lately and i know this may come as a surprise to you especially who cooked all my meals growing up because i never cooked anything until i just had to learn when i lived alone but i will say lately justin used to cook well okay we go back and forth because we have each of us have different long nights at the gym so we just cook individually like on a rotation every single week but normally justin makes the more extravagant meals and i had like my select few i would make or i was just always make hella fresh but this week i made bacon wrapped filet with a caprese tortellini salad and street corn phenomenal how did you make your filet so the air fryer which mom did once when she stayed here and we both loved it it's phenomenal it is so easy we did about i think it was like five minutes each side and then i just meet i meet thermometer check everything just to be sure but gabby you can literally just like steak at any temperature well yes but i don't want to overcook it is what i was saying so i'd rather like check it and then if i have to add time or whatever like i'd rather undercook it check it and then keep going instead Mm of doing too much but um we just season it and I put, normally we just use normal butter, but I had garlic butter from Publix. And you just do like a huge chunk of butter on each of them so it doesn't dry up. But air how, fryer works wonders. How was the garlic butter? Because like that sounds really good, actually. Really good. I always get it for when we make couscous. Because hmm. that's like how HelloFresh always preps it. It's just with so. the regular butter? What? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm sure they have different brands, but 
it's like garlic and i think there's like parsley and like other spices in it but yes Sounds good. phenomenal 10 out of 10 um so that was the one dinner we made and then well i made and then the other night we had we went to costco every time we go to costco we always get king crab legs because we don't ever eat crab any other time so one night we just straight up had the king crab legs so then the next night i made the leftover crab and made crab poke bowls with edamame avocado cilantro rice crab pineapple and a spicy mayo on top phenomenal so good i'm not a poke bowl girl i'm only a poke bowl with crab although we're just gonna talk forever before we get into the advice but i just i feel like i haven't talked to you in a while but i've been wanting to get into salmon and to get into other like fish that people love and i just saw a recipe on tiktok for bang bang cajun salmon bites and they look phenom so stay tuned we have a salmon filet in the freezer right now and i feel like we'll probably make that in the next coming week or so so you'll have to let me know i'm very interested to see how that one goes i will okay your one of the week my one of the week i'll just keep it short the house process is going well i'm not going to share too many details until everything is for sure but we will be moving here in my guess is about a month yay so we will see and you know what it's so nice that this move is not in the snow not at all and it will be like not having to move again soon yes like you can kind of move and like settle down that's true that'd be crazy we've moved so much in the last couple years but all right last but not least favorite of the week i saw katie heron wearing army pants and flip-flops so i bought army pants and flip-flops all right my favorite is the bondi boost beach waiver i feel like this is all i've been doing to my hair lately it's giving very aquamarine and taylor swift teardrops on my guitar era had a baby but i just love the look of it i love the like natural beachy waves of it and it's just been my go-to so the beach waver my fave Mine is Toll House cookie dough. Um, this started Which when I was at Gabby's house. So good right now. We bought the tub of cookie dough, and then I came home, and I couldn't stop thinking about it, so I did it again here, and it's sitting <laughs> in the fridge. Have I made any cookies here? No. I've only been eating the cookie dough. That's okay. Yeah. It's a reward. Yeah. Honestly, I've been rewarding myself a lot. Last night, Sean and I were both just so tired. We had long days. We were cranky, so we left our workout early and went and got ice cream. <laughs> So we got a pint of homemade ice cream, coffee Oreo, and oh, wow. Like they scooped it in front of us, like, and put it in a little pint. Like, oh, so good. All right. Well, now that we've rambled for I don't even know how long. So um, long. I know. I'm sorry, guys, but we just had a lot to catch up on. All right. So why don't we get into the advice? Take it away. So starting off, this one says, Me and my ex have talked quite often considering we broke up about three weeks ago. Is it weird? We agree to stay friends after the breakup and everyone around me agrees he has been flirty lately. Should I shoot my shot again if I know my feelings for him are still there? I have opinions on this. I don't know why they broke up, which I feel like is kind of a big part of this. However, I will say like in an amicable, amicable breakup, it is hard to just like cut ties and it's pretty easy to like keep talking. And like if nothing went wrong and it was just like, this isn't working like let's break up like i but feel like the flirty texting behavior is normal i'm just i'm not saying it should yes. continue but i think it's very normal and that's what i was gonna say is it shouldn't continue and even if it was amicable you need to go like cold turkey for however long you feel you need to to heal or else that is something that you're gonna keep dragging along and that is yeah. probably why you s- still have those feelings and you're questioning now like should i shoot my shot again which i'm assuming by that he 
probably broke up with you and that's why now all of a sudden you feel that he's being flirty and like oh my god should we get back together but like of he, he can't have his cake and eat it too yeah he is not exclusive with you anymore who knows what the reasoning behind that was or what he's doing outside of you but now he also is stringing you along to making you if those feelings are still there you will probably like do drop anything to be with him whenever he wants and that is not fair to you yes i could not agree more i feel like you like again i don't know the details of the situation i feel like this is very common i like went through a similar thing in college where we stayed friends and then it was like what are we doing like it gets to a point where you're just like what are we doing here like someone moves on and then it's gonna hurt your feelings so it's like just i would say focus on you cut ties you can be friends and be friendly but i don't think the talking every day hanging out all the time thing it's it's just not gonna like make you feel good you know and regardless if you do want to shoot your shot again you still got to do the drop all the communication and like like i said give yourself however amount of time that you need and if it's meant to be it'll be but to do that fresh out of it i feel like so many things weren't resolved or you didn't figure out exactly what you wanted or you didn't want yet so even if you were to get back together right away i feel like there is so much that would just kind of just keep coming up or like that cycle would just continue so regardless of whether you want to get back you don't want to get back i say just try not to have that conversation for the time being yes all right next says i am having a hard time making close friends at dental school it's been almost two semesters in and i still haven't found a group that i can hang out with regularly how would you go about making these connections with classmates p.s we're a small class size okay you're not alone i literally did not like i had friends and acquaintances and whatnot but i didn't have like a close-knit group until like almost mid to end third year so Mm -hmm. like it's just tough it's a whole different environment i've talked about it before on here so i feel like i have other episodes specifically on that but um it's really hard it's not like a normal friendship fostering environment and i feel like it just takes time to find your people and i do feel like that's common everywhere whether you move to a new place or you're post-grad or even in college like it can take some time to find your people i would say just like if there are people that you think you could be friends with like just reach out and be like hey would you guys like to get coffee this weekend and study or not study like just like shoot your shot and when the time is right you'll find your people Uh, i feel like it's cliche but it just takes time honestly i feel like people will tend to like make really quick friendships right at the beginning and then they'll realize like oh wait like this is really not my group and there will be drama and everybody will fight and then you'll eventually find your people so i wouldn't say i would say don't force it but you know don't be afraid to just ask people to hang out and see how it goes but yeah you're not alone i was gonna say most likely if you're in that boat a lot of other people are also in that boat of like not knowing so many people right away and just trying to maneuver through like who they actually want to be close friends with so i was miserable for a while so yeah that was the root of a lot of her issues starting dental school was the group of friends that she thought she had and yeah but then yeah i was really happy to see the group that you ended out dental school with because it was totally different than the people you started dental school with and you could just tell a shift in you and your happiness and also just like your connections and experience in dental school throughout too yeah for sure all right next one tips on how to budget and save money i graduate college this spring and really need a new car my biggest thing is before anything is Find out 
what you want to prioritize spending money on because there's so many people that are like oh the coffee that you spend five dollars on every day at starbucks you could have saved x amount of money but if that's going to make you miserable and like you're going to sit there and crave starbucks and by driving to starbucks getting a five dollar coffee turns your whole day around that is okay to add that in the budget so i think before you even get to the budgeting stage try to figure out what you want to prioritize and what's worth it and what's not worth it and then actual budgeting, Lexi, I feel like you have more of like yeah. making a strict set on this and like mm-hmm. better probably advice on this than I do. Yeah. So this is something I actually just went and took another look at because like our housing situation is changing and I really wanted to get before we like moved forward, I wanted to get a good look at what our finances look like. So I highly recommend the app Mint. Um, you can literally hook up. I have my student loans on there. I have my credit card. I have my debit account. I have literally my paypal everything hooked up to it it automatically categorizes your spending and your income and then you can go in and like every couple weeks i'll manually like sometimes if i get paid through paypal for something or another it'll come in as like something that it's not like transfer of money instead of income and i really like to label my income as income so you can set like little labels and it'll do it every month and so it literally keeps track of your income every single month and your categories of spending you can set budget limits straight through the app so it'll remind you like hey you're getting close to your like fast food budget or your coffee budget or your amazon budget whatever you can literally set it in the app and it automatically does it for you i feel like this is a no-brainer way to keep track of all of your stuff um it also has tips to like keep track of your subscriptions if you're spending too much money on that and like wasting money on that like if you can bundle things and save money your bills things like that highly recommend it's free it's so easy to use and it is just like the coolest app ever then if you want to take it a step further i created a google doc if you have a significant other or a roommate and you want to save with them or whatever and i literally wrote down sean and i's income broken down between because we both have different sources of income every month to see like what income changes what income is constant and what our new bills will look like to sort of and you can do that with your car like if you want to put in like how much you want to spend on your car you can look at different areas like gabby said and prioritize exactly where you want to cut spending and where you can cut spending and then i would say just like holding yourself to that really um and putting away a certain amount of your paycheck towards saving and doing the whole thing it's really just like getting organized and like understanding what your finances look like now and where you can cut back and then it's just holding yourself to it really as you say i think something that also helps with that scenario and not kind of feeling like you're restricting every area of your life is separating whether it's like from week to weekends or like certain days and kind of putting like okay during the week i am eating at home every day i'm making my coffee at home every day i'm you know, like saving money in little areas, but then if you give yourself, you know, on the weekends or at least one day a week, so you are still satisfying that craving of like whatever it is that, you know, whether it makes your days go easier, it makes you happier, whatever the case is, but kind of creating a schedule of, okay, these are the days where I'm doing this 90% of the time. And then on these days, I kind of get to splurge a little bit and get to set aside some money for this. So you're still saving, but you're also not totally restricting every part of your life. So Hopefully that helped a little bit. Yeah. Next one, Lexi, we got a lot of dental school questions, which Hey dental school girlies. We had that many listeners that went to dental school. Love that. Okay. 
advice for dealing with burnout in dental school feeling like you're missing out on life because of school okay i'm gonna be honest with you and very blunt i did feel like my life was on hold for four years of dental school i tried my best not to and it is so so hard because it's just so time consuming but one i would say prioritize little things that don't have to do with dental school find a hobby find people outside of dental school and do little things when you can because i promise you it'll make miles of difference in your mental health and honestly it'll probably help with how you're doing in dental school at least for me next don't force yourself to study if you don't feel like it and i'm really bad at this but i would like waste time by like trying to watch a show or movie and also study and then i would not enjoy either of them time block your time set a like time to study where you are totally focused if you are in the mood to do it and then when you're not literally just turn on the tv and relax watch a movie do a face mask like i promise you there is time and you will feel so much better doing it that way than you will doing what i did all the time which was trying to do it all at the same time and then actually doing none of it um it is tough there is a light at the end of the tunnel and i promise you it is so much better on the other side and it'll be worth it but it really is hard to do um it's a time consuming four years and it can seem like it takes forever and ages you a million years because of how stressful it is but like don't be afraid to do things on weekends you know that you did either before or you plan to do after prioritize the little moments when you can and like do what you enjoy because the burnout is very real i feel like i rambled but that's no but i feel like that was good thank you thank you and good luck because it's hard i get it all right next one is a little bit longer so this says how to get over being lonely without friends slash going out i have one best friend i've had for 10 years and another really good friend from high school I'm in a very serious relationship, so I don't have a ton of time to go out. Honestly, I'd rather be with my boyfriend versus over anyone else anyway. And I'm just not into the party scene. With that being said, I do feel left out sometimes. I'm 20 and I graduated high school in 2020. Outgrew and lost most of my friends after high school and I started college during COVID, so it was all online. I transferred to the school I'm at now this semester and it's impossible to make friends, it feels like. I see everyone my age going out to bars and drinking and that's just not the scene for me. But how do I get over that FOMO feeling I sometimes have where I feel like I'm wasting my youth even though I have much bigger goals and dreams for my life than going out getting drunk every weekend anyway? I'll let you start. So I went through this a little bit when, especially when I was single because I felt like I had to really put myself out there and what everyone seemed to be doing was going out and getting drunk every weekend and partying and I I didn't do the going out and getting drunk every week and we all know I don't like alcohol like that but the trying to like go out and go to clubs and just hang out with friends and all of this and then it was like it's not even really what I wanted to do so I was creating this like narrative in my head that I am wasting my youth and I'm I'm missing out on things that I didn't want to do just because that is like stereotypical what your 20s are for but I think in your head know that like there's a reason why you don't prioritize that time and that situation and the the friend group of doing that and that's because it's not really what you want so I that was like the main part of this one that I wanted to focus on because obviously we talked about the um like kind of meeting friends and friend group with dental school and I feel like a lot of that carries over to college because it's still the same scenario of a lot of people are coming into this brand new and especially with you now transferring at a later semester it kind of probably feels like that same scenario where everyone else already maybe created their friend group 
and you don't exactly know which route to navigate of finding other people. So I would say the advice for that that we gave earlier is definitely good. Follow a lot of that. But for the FOMO feeling, I think there's a reason why you you don't prioritize that and try to convince yourself of that and kind of like even like list the reasons or whatever your goals and main priorities are in life right now. Like remind yourself of those things and don't feel like you're missing out on things that you don't even really want to do. So for me, I feel like I have the opposite type of FOMO where when I do leave my house and go do something, I have FOMO that I'm not on my couch with my pets. So sometimes there's times where like I almost convince myself that I should feel guilty and go out and do more. But I think about it and I'm like, truly what would make me the most happy? And again, like I said earlier, like you'll find your people and whatnot. But if it is truly like something you want to do and you actually do have the FOMO and like you really do want to go out and put yourself out there, I say just do it and Mm -hmm. see, you know, try it. Be curious about it. And if you decide like, okay, like I tried it, I gave it my all and I'm just not happy. Like listen to your gut on what actually makes you happy. Don't feel like you're doing things because you should, if that makes sense. No, absolutely. Everyone's 20s look different. Everyone has a different path and what other people may be doing and having fun doing may not be fun for you yes all right next one says hello i absolutely love the podcast thank you i could use some advice on how to build a better relationship with my boyfriend's family in context my family is super close constantly doing facetimes group texts hang out all the time his family just isn't as close he's the youngest of five kids four are older than him are all girls he's the baby of the family and the only boy i love hanging out with his family but when i do i feel very judged by his mom she will post awkward posts on Instagram about how it is so hard that her son is leaving her. I don't know if you've heard of how sometimes moms can be overprotective and attached to their sons, but that is her. I completely understand that it's her kid, and I don't know how to break the ice with her. We have been dating for five years, and nothing has changed as far as judgment from his mom. Please help. P.S. We are planning on getting married in one and a half to two years, so this is very long-term and end goals in mind. I mean, yeah, five years is a long time, so I understand that. Um... So I'm very lucky in that Sean's mom is not like this. Like, she's great. But I've listened to countless stories of other Mm -hmm. people's parents who are like this. Um, I would say, first step, have you brought it up to your boyfriend? I would say, say. start there. I think he has to be the bridge of all of this because he's the common denominator between, obviously, your relationship and then also his family. Yes, I would bring it up and... I say this when you bring up anything and confront anyone about anything. Use I statements, not you statements. Don't compare it to your family directly because you don't want it to come off as like you think your family is, you know, better since you're closer and whatever. Like, I get it. We have, Gabby and I have a very close family. We're the same way. Mm -hmm. We're like, we talk all the time. But I feel like approaching it from a way of just being like, hey, I really want to be closer with your family. Um, you know, do you have any ideas? This is how I'm feeling based on just what I'm seeing, you know, your mom posts. And I feel like, you know, how can I handle this? And sort of start the conversation there. See if he has any ideas or if he feels, you know, similar to you. Um, he may not even know his mom posts that. I don't know. Um, and just, I don't know, bring it up. You know, there's end goals in mind. You guys are in a long-term relationship. I say bring it up with him first and start the conversation that way. I agree. And then the other thing would be to just also kind of maybe accept that his family isn't as close. And 
as much as that is going to be like a big change for you if it's something that he's used to in the way of that his family just doesn't talk like that or his family doesn't I don't know whatever like they don't hang out all the time they don't do the things that your family is used to try not to overstep into making him do something that he's uncomfortable with or that his family is not like that and just accept that that's the way it is you guys can work on this together you can maybe introduce him into things that your family does that his family doesn't do yet and maybe they'll start doing those or whatever the case is but you have a close family kind of use that for your family time and then have these discussions with him of not making him feel uncomfortable or making him change something that he's been used to for so long but just bring up the differences and kind of just have conversations about it without feeling like you want to change something in him or in his family yes and then i would say the next step is maybe try to get closer to his sisters it might be a little bit easier Mm -hmm. than his mom and kind of just go from there feel out the situation but wishing you the best of luck all right next one i've been a listener since day one well thank you and also i'm sorry for some of those first episodes because we had no (laughs) idea what we were doing honestly we still don't oh my gosh wait now is the perfect time guys we hit over half a million downloads how insane is that we have over six over six hundred thousand plays on this podcast and i am just so grateful for all of you we should do like a celebratory episode i should have said that in the beginning but that is insane it's okay long week we forgot forgot about the good things (laughs) okay continue going back um love following both of your accounts on social media and especially love the pod I need advice on dealing with workplace negativity. I recently got a new job and love it. My coworkers quite literally hate their jobs and complain about every aspect day in and day out. I've already started distancing myself, like eating lunch alone, not socializing in free time as much. How do I balance keeping healthy workplace relationships, but also avoiding the negativity and trying to remain positive about this new job that I personally love? Oh, that's tough. My first advice was honestly going to be like giving yourself you time throughout the day, like eating lunch and things like that. But it sounds like you're already doing that. Um, I would say maybe when your coworkers start to complain about work, maybe just like change the subject and try to talk about something else. I know people Mm -hmm. love to complain and misery loves company. So once one person does it, it's kind of hard to change the subject. But if you just don't engage in it, they may realize, like get the hint that like, hey, I actually like it here. Um, But that's really, really hard, especially when it's like 24 7 and you're having a good time and it's like bringing you to a crappy headspace i would say try to again my only advice is maybe try to bring up other topics and change the subject and maybe get them talking about things outside of work i agree i think that that was what i was going to say too i feel like it's not necessarily something that you can probably change their mindset on so just trying to change the conversations so at least what they're saying doesn't have to affect you in that way when it comes to that and also just realizing that like you are lucky to love your job because there Mm -hmm. are so many people that don't have that privilege and you know like those people are obviously not in the same boat as you so trying to remind yourself that like you are so lucky for this and you love there's a reason why you feel this way and you are so happy about this job and no matter what other people say about it they just have a different experience than you do yeah just like try to think of like, I don't want to say put yourself in your own bubble because that can be really hard at work because you don't want to isolate yourself. But when it comes to work, maybe just focus more on you when it comes to the actual work things. And then, like I said, mm-hmm. try and bring up other things. But I'm glad you love your job. That's awesome. Right. I'm so happy for you. Okay, next. How to deal with feeling like you have no support in your house with your mental health. Mainly your parent, Mainly my parents, she says, or he or she. Tell me 
They tell her that she's just tired, too young to have problems, etc. So, okay, because you still live at home, I'm going to just assume, which is maybe not the case, but actually no, because a lot of employers offer mental health resources too, but I was going to say that you're in school still. And no matter what level of school you are at, you definitely have a counselor, a therapist, some sort of, I would imagine at least, every experience I've had and talked to others is that you have some sort of resources at school. So I would say start with talking to someone there. Um, First of all, I'm sorry, that's really tough. And I know that this is very common, but take advantage of what you have right now at your disposal, whether that's a counselor at school, teachers. Um, I know when I was in college, we had free counseling services, which is really awesome. And I would say, I'm pretty sure all the time, you can do that on your own. So that's my number one advice, is to start doing that while you have the free resources if you're in school. Um, And just finding other adults in your life that maybe can listen and help you and guide you in the right direction. And also other adults that could potentially sit your parents down and have a conversation with them. Because I feel like that sometimes, unfortunately, is just taken a little bit more serious. Even though you talking to your parents should also be taken just as serious. But that could be another way to help. And then also, I don't know if you have siblings. I don't even know if Lexi knows I did this. But do you remember when we were trying to plan Italy one day yeah, at your Yeah, that's Coventry literally apartment? what led me to go get medication that night well yeah so it was like we got in this huge blowout argument and the next day i wrote my parents like a huge long text put them in a group chat and was like oh i don't know we need to be there for lexi yeah i was like she's really going through it right now like what because at like from my parents and me like we never experienced that like none of us have really gone to i was so lucky that like my family is extremely supportive but when you don't have anxiety or depression I don't know what your mental health concerns are but when you're not in it it's very hard to understand and so it was always something that like my parents like love them and they are so supportive but again they just didn't understand didn't get it neither did I for the longest yeah it was just like oh my gosh you're just like you know just relax like like, it was always like just relax like Like, why are you stressing out why but it's just like now I feel like it's more I, I've been able to explain it more and like be better about that um, and also seek professional you know advice about it but for the longest time it was like Lexi's just dramatic and she's just a brat and she's just you know tired and this isn't that and now it's like I feel like they just understand it more I was able to mature and like explain it I guess through the help of therapy, medication, doctors, all that good stuff. Yeah, so after that one night, I knew that Lexi was never, she's the type of person that she'll never ask for help unless she's absolutely, like, drowning and needs someone to pull her out. Like, she will try to do everything she possibly can on her own, and I knew that was the case. So after we had this, like, huge blow-up argument, and I was like, this is not, (laughs) this isn't what is good for her. Like, this is not healthy for her. She was going through, like, so there were so many different aspects, too, like, all just together at that one moment just kind of like all building up and piling over on her so I literally just put a huge long message with my parents I was like none of us understand this none of us know how to help and I think she's finally at the point where she is going to get help on her own and we're gonna she's gonna try to figure everything out but like we just need to be there for her more we need to offer more help whenever we can we know she's not gonna ask for it like 
it's something that we knew that we didn't understand but so if you have a sibling or someone that can again that's why i said maybe like the school council or whatever to have that conversation with your parents they may because just not get it it's just coming from an outside person right they just don't get it as much so someone that can kind of break down that those thoughts and like the barrier of like this is what's happening it's real she's dealing with it every day and like we just have to be there for her i think is also could help in your situation yeah wow i didn't know you did that that's nice thanks I did. I don't remember. It was like a really long message. I don't remember what all it said, but I did. It was in the airport when I was flying back <laughs> home. <laughs> okay. Um, you read that one, right? Yeah. Yes, you did. Okay. Next one. My boyfriend is graduating college in December and I graduate in May, so we will have to do long distance temporarily. I keep finding myself pushing him away because I'm scared of long distance, even though I love him and want to be with him. How do I keep my anxiety from ruining my otherwise perfect relationship? Also, any advice on long distance? So, it is scary. Um, I want to just make sure that you're pushing him away because of you things and not anxiety within. I only say that because when I was in college, I was in a relationship and on, you know, summer breaks, winter breaks, which were like months at a time, we were long distance. And granted, my own anxiety was out of control at that point. Like I hadn't gone to therapy and done all that for myself, but it was a mess and I was creating a lot of the issues, but it also was like a valid, you know, lack of trust and lack of communication and things like that. And now, I mean, Sean lived at Gabby's doing the academy for a couple months and then he moved down like four months before me to Florida and we did long distance and it was a completely different scenario. We were communicating well, we trusted each other and that's just overworking over you know a lot of things personally with ourselves and also our relationship prior to that so we were able to do that but I mean long distance sucks no matter what but I'm just saying make sure Mm. that you're in a good place personally and your relationship is in a good place because without trust and communication long distance can be a nightmare and as much as it's not fun when you have that still it makes a world of difference um as far as tips have the hard conversations. Don't be afraid to bring up your needs. Um, communicate, whether that's FaceTime, text, call. It doesn't have to be all day. You don't need to be constantly talking to each other. But just, you know, having those, like, how was your day conversations at the end of the day can really help. I would say my other biggest thing is, honestly, therapy. I think having a third-party person, especially when it comes to situations where you're like, I don't really know why I'm being like this or I don't know what is causing this. Having someone to talk it through, someone that can really kind of break down those thoughts and give you things, almost like answers, like give you solutions on here's things that you can do to maybe not act in this way or not try to like put this stress on your relationship, on him. And you know that like something that is going to make that change is a huge change. So something that can make that change a little bit easier and a little bit smoother going into the whole move and going into the long distance. I, I just, therapy is the answer to all. I agree. We're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you have um, access and the ability to do that, we have a code. Um, I believe it's betterhelp.com slash outgoing. But I'll leave it down below for you. And it's always on our Instagram as well. All right. Uh, The next one, I think they're talking to you specifically. um, But probably. But you also went through this at one point. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Um, So how did you guys decide to break up when living together? What was the arrangement that took place during that time and how was that convo initiated? Um, So I guess we'll both just share our our different scenarios. So 
Okay, so here's the thing. I never initiated that combo. Even in the back of my head, I wanted to for the longest time. I've never actually been the one to break up a relationship, so I don't have the advice on that one. However, I've been in two different scenarios where the first time I went through a breakup living with someone was technically his house, and what did he do? Kick me out. Even though, did he live with his ex-girlfriend when we also lived together? Yeah. Did I also have a dog, and was I a full-time student and had a job, and now I had nowhere to live? How do I yeah. not remember that? So, luckily... Oh, it's the same. I don't know. It was when you had it's to fly the same down. Relationship. Luckily, okay. Yeah, same I was person. like, did I miss? Just the first breakup. <laughs> no. Um, luckily, I had family down here who got to watch the dog. I had some friends. Like, like I'm in a scenario where so many people moved down here, so I did have a lot of options of like living with people. But it was so stressful. I had so much going on in my life with school, work, a literal dog that I had to love and care for and have a home for. So I went back and forth between family, my grandparents, friends, and just bounced back and forth until I finally got into a situation again where like I found my own footing. I ended up just like moving into a different room in the house that I was in because I was like, I don't care that we're broken up right now. I do not have time or like another answer to just live somewhere else right now. So we had to just amicably like live together for a little bit, but I'm hoping your situation was not that difficult because that is still ridiculous looking okay, back on. Okay, if you can avoid yes. it, I would say steps prior to moving in with your significant other are to make sure that it is a scenario where one of you are able to leave if you need to and that the other person mm -hmm. is able to afford it if that were to be the case. Just to like not be stuck and that, you know, obviously never plan yeah. for the worst, but, you know, I don't know. Anyways, continue. Or also always having like, yeah, kind of like always having a backup plan, not in like a, like a prenup for a living situation, mm -hmm. you know, just you never want to use it, but having it as on the back burner of like a just in case. So the second time around the breakup, we lived together, but that was more of like, um, my space when it came down to it. So it was just, we weighed out the options more like financial reasons like the decorations there's so many things in this apartment was me so we just had that conversation of like what are we going to do now and it was just kind of always the answers were always like me staying in this apartment so it comes down to just like having that conversation and really figuring things out like Lexi said and then someone is trying to call me right now well Justin is trying to FaceTime me right now and it is ringing in my ear now I'm distracted so Lexi take over because I completely lost my um, train of thought yeah no so for me I had a roommate and he moved out and got roommates so I don't know it, it was different I guess like in a way I guess we already had a plan um but it's really hard and it makes just like another layer of things to deal with but if you're unhappy it's still worth the struggle I guess I don't know I feel like you yeah we said it all do you agree how was the convo yeah. initiated is just hey can we talk <laughs> um it's gonna right. suck it's something that you, like i yeah. don't want to be sugarcoating it it's gonna suck but you just have to have it it's the more you prolong it the more it's gonna suck the more you're gonna overthink it the second you have that feeling you know that's something that you want to do initiate it even if it's the most awkward most like literally you just say like hey we need to talk they're probably gonna know what it's about sit down just have the conversation and just get her done <laughs> All right, 
let's end it on this next one because we have been podcasting for okay. 54 minutes already and we have yeah, so many yeah i was to gonna go. say what? how about i mean you guys can let us know there's time if not but i was gonna say next week we do a part two of this episode because we always say we're gonna do a part two but we can actually we do it do. back to back because we have and i pe- feel like people are gonna want the advice sooner rather than later you know i agree we'll do that and then the following week will be a spooky spectacular halloween episode cool Cool. love that all right last one um how long is too long to stay in a quote situationship that is more like a public not hidden relationship but the guy is afraid to put an official label on it all right this is going to be hard to hear but someone's got to tell you it there's a reason why he doesn't want to put a label on it and if it's already been going on too long where you're having these thoughts you need to be the one to unfortunately either have that conversation and maybe things will change or you got to put I was going to say it. when you feel like it's too long it's too long like it's different for it's every person long. obviously but once you start to question it it seems like you want more than you're getting so i'm not saying you got to like and again never it comes down to him down again, to, block him and ditch him but right. have the conversation it comes down to nothing you did it is just him and him in this moment and nothing's going to change that and you can't go into this thinking you're going to change him because then it just puts you in a probably a, a situation where you're compromising way more than you're getting out of the relationship and it is just maybe it's right person wrong you time deserve but better. in this moment it is the wrong time for this person and you deserve way better yes i don't have a hard and fast rule i would say once you start to feel those feelings it's probably too long i just feel like in a quote situation like almost a situationship phase shouldn't exist you go through like dating whether you know that person before or you're just getting to know them right you go through like the dating phase of going on dates and then it's like i feel like you'd be able to tell soon enough if it's going to progress into a relationship or if someone's just stringing you along for the benefit of themselves i think i mean it's common unfortunately for people to be like i know it is oh well we're not boyfriend and girlfriend but you act like boyfriend and girlfriend like Mm -hmm. you're like I don't know I feel like you need to have the conversation whether you're exclusive for one and two why doesn't he want to do that like get to the root of it because that can mean different things but ultimately if you want more you deserve more and we're gonna leave it on that absolutely all right queens and kings i hope some of this advice helped you yeah i don't even know guys but thank you so much for always being so supportive you're the freaking best and that's why we love doing this podcast Mm -hmm. and chatting and i promise next week will be part two unless you guys tell me you absolutely hate it and you don't want it we're doing it so with that being said we will just see you with some more advice next week on outgoing without going out bye bye